If you are listening to this podcast, it means you're searching, searching for someone who understands you, someone who gets you. You are yearning to be understood and to belong. Welcome to the Someone Gets Me podcast, where we help smart, talented, and sensitive people navigate an often insensitive world. I am Diane Allen, your host. My roles as ambassador, author, speaker, and intuitive mentor for bright and talented people are woven into each episode. I have the experience and knowledge to educate and inspire as I have been there and I understand your unique intensities, sensitivities, and challenges. Welcome. Four Steps to Juicy Love. Hi, friends. It's February when I'm recording this, and it is the month of love as the culture has it. So I think love is really important all the time. In fact, I think that the spiritual essence of love is what moves and breathes and works through us and all that is. So I'm going to talk about juicy love today because I think that sometimes love gets either too humanized and too physical and too person to person. And sometimes people get too way out there and to the ethers and miss some of the beauty of the balance of the coming together of who we are and our ability to experience and be the love. So for me, love is the ability and willingness to allow others to do what's right for themselves without any insistence, they satisfy me. And so when we have an agenda for somebody that we love, or we get upset when they don't do what we want them to do, or we are only happy when they're doing what we want them to do, or we suffer from codependency because codependency is resting our own happiness on another, we are really not acting in love. We are living in fear, basically, that we're not going to get what we want. So do we have the ability and the willingness to allow others to do what's right for themselves without any insistence I satisfy you? Do you have that ability? And so love being that feeling, that energy, that vibe, that essence that moves and breathes us, for me has four overarching arenas that when they come together in harmony, we have really great love. So we could look at it as a Venn diagram with four circles and they intersect here in the middle, or we could look at it as steps, or we could look at it, you know, as avenues. Um, But I like to think of it as the Venn diagram. And so the first circle is laugh. And laughter is so important because it elevates us Research shows that play and laughter make it so that we can learn faster and things work better for us. And laughter is essential. So when you think about love, I ask you, are you able to laugh with those you say you love, including yourself now? Remember, are you able to laugh? And do you laugh? You know, sometimes we can get so busy working and focusing, getting things done, especially gifted people. We're always on the go doing something. But do we ever take a chance to laugh? You know, I have a friend of mine who every time he gets angry, he starts laughing to help himself 
discharge whatever the anger is so it doesn't control him. And I think that it's so important that we learn how to laugh in all different kinds of scenarios. And this is not laughing at ourselves or laughing at another or, you know, in a way of humiliating or upset. It's the ability to raise who we are out of mundane, everyday things and laugh like a good comedy. So laughter is important in all juicy love relationships. So if you're going to have juicy love, including self-love, it's important that we laugh. It includes our love of the divine and the universe and nature herself, because can we laugh? Like this morning, I was out walking my puppy and there were robins everywhere. They're clearly making their nests. They're all over. And I was laughing, smiling and laughing and being in the joy of the birds and also watching my puppy watch the birds so we can laugh in all situations. Then the O, the second arena, the second circle on the Venn diagram, if you will, is to be open-minded and open-hearted or just open. And that doesn't mean without boundaries and all of those other things. But what it means is that as every human being grows and evolves, as we learn things, as we move forward in life, we see the world differently. You see the world differently today than you did last year, than you did two years ago, than you did 10 years ago. And one year from now or two years from now, or even next week, you will see the world differently. So it's important that we are open, that if we're going to live in a state of love, that we're open. That doesn't mean we adopt everything we hear. It doesn't mean we agree. It doesn't mean we lose our sense of our own agency. It means that we're open. It's actually being open is actually the first step in in the transcendental precepts of how we actually raise um, our consciousness of who we are. But being open for me, open-minded and open-hearted means that I'm willing to engage, that I'm willing to be open in the relationship, whether again, it's with myself or another or just the universe. So open is really important. When we're afraid, we're closed down. When we're controlling, that a controlling behavior comes from fear, which means you're closed-hearted and closed-minded, not open-minded, not open-hearted. And I've had people tell me, well, I'm open-hearted while they're arguing and fighting and being angry. It's not possible to be open and have discord at the same time. It's not possible. So what are you going to do? Are you going to slow down a minute and allow yourself to be open? That means we have to release the idea of right fighting. And we have to release the idea that it has to be a certain way all the time. Because the world's always changing. It's always evolving. You're always changing. You're always evolving. Nothing is static. Socrates said it. The only constant is change. So when we're open-minded and open-hearted, we are more flexible. We are more fluid. We are able to enjoy all of our relationships. We're able to enjoy our own life. And we're able to be flexible with how we do the next step, the next stage, the next action in our world. So the V step, the third of our circle for our Venn diagram is vitality or to be vital. And I love this word because it's about being alive. And again, so often people get into the idea of being human doings rather than human beings. And everything's about just the 
drone of life and just do the thing and whatever it is and just kind of getting a shut down. I call it sleepwalking type kind of state. But if you're going to have juicy love, you're going to be vital. You're going to be alive. You're going to be awake. Your eyes are going to be open just a little bit more and you are going to see the world differently than those people who are sleepwalking, I call it, you know, just kind of doing the next thing. Oh, hum, doing the next thing. We um, all have been trained in a lot of ways in the business world here in the United States to do that, to just follow along, be an automaton, just be a robot, just do that. But I say, if we're going to have juicy love, not only do we want to laugh and be open-minded, but I think it's critical that we let life run through our veins, that we're vital. That means we exercise and we move our body in friendly ways and we use nutrition to the best of our ability. It's not about being perfect. It's about honoring life. And so how do you honor your own vitality, your own life? Do you allow yourself to smile when you feel like smiling, right? All those things. It's just so important. So being vital, having vitality, adding, a, as I call it, a yippee skip to your step. So like do you, when you walk, do you walk kind of slow or do you walk with life? There's all different kinds of ways to look at it. But to allow yourself to live with a sense of vitality. And the third circle of our Venn diagram, or the fourth circle, excuse me, of our Venn diagram is emotional regulation. And emotional regulation means that I have the willingness and the ability to experience all the emotions through the whole range of of my experience. So emotions are the energy source that tell us we're alive. There's no such thing as a good, good emotion or bad emotion. People label them good or bad or desirable or undesirable, or I don't like to feel that. I know people who don't like to feel happy because they're afraid something bad is going to happen. I know people who don't want to feel angry because they're afraid they're going to act out. I know people who are afraid if they start crying, they'll never stop because of the grief level in their body. And that is all dysregulation. That is all the opposite of this juicy love circle of the Venn diagram. Emotional regulation is about being able to regulate and experience and feel all of our emotions as they happen in a flow. Now, that doesn't mean that we act inappropriately in, in settings out there in the world, because I know some, some of you are going to think, well, I can't just start laughing all the time. Well, we can laugh when it's appropriate in an interesting way, right? But emotional regulation means if you're sad, It's okay to be sad, feel sad, allow the energy of sadness to give you its lesson, its information, and move through it because our emotions are always changing. They're always moving. And so we're we're never really stuck in them, even though our ego might think we are or try to tell us we are anyway. So emotional regulation is a key to have juicy love, meaning if I'm happy, I'm happy if I'm sad. Or maybe I'm pensive. Or maybe there's all of these other nuanced emotions like grief. Grief is a conflicting mass of human emotion following any change of behavior. So if you get married and you're excited, you still have to grieve the single life. There's a conflicting mass of emotion, even though what happened was really amazing and good. If you are 
somebody who's, say, deciding to do a new diet or do a new exercise routine. There will be grief in the old way because you're going to have to be doing something new in order to take yourself to that next level of whatever you're seeking. So it's the conflicting mass of emotion following any significant change of behavior. It's not just about dying. It's about like if you're moving, moving houses, getting a different car, changing jobs, all of those things have emotion. And emotional regulation is the health of it is being able to experience our feelings, own our feelings, honor our feelings as human experience, use them for what they're telling us about and moving through because they're always, always changing. It's a flow. It's not static. And so what happens when people get stuck, you know, their vagus nerve gets stuck. That's why I do a lot of work with people on vagus nerve regulation because they're emotions are out of whack. And once the emotions get back in flow and the person gets to regain themselves instead of being stuck, life changes. It's really, really beautiful. So you want to have fun with honoring all your emotions. It's your emotion that gets you to do things. You know, uh, when living in Florida for, for so many years, people would always say, I'm going to go see the sunset. I'm going to go see the sunset. And what took them to see the sunset was not the sun setting. It was the emotion that they feel watching the sunset. It's the emotion of whether it's awe or beauty or peace or serenity. It's the emotion that got the person to get themselves to the beach in time for the sunset. I know I did it lots of times. It was the emotion I was looking for, not the fact that it was going to set because it does it every day. So we're all in a place where we can be more effective, more in the flow, more in the now, more in the approval of allowing ourselves to experience all our emotions as they happen. Now, if you're going to have juicy love in your life, which is what we're talking about today, all of these four things, laughter, being open, allowing vitality to be in you and emotional regulation is for you. It's also for all those others in your world. So if you are someone who has a hard time allowing others to have their feeling, like if somebody you care about or love very deeply is crying and you try to stop it, then that is something you want to work on because if they are crying and they need to cry, then let them cry. Support them in feeling their emotions. Juicy love comes when we allow ourselves to experience the depth and the breadth of life, where we allow ourselves to realize that all any message we've ever gotten about human doing and being like machines and being flatlined and stoic, that those messages are really not what it's about. It's about being alive, and vital, and awake enthusiastic. It's about up-leveling who we are as human beings, as people who experience the beauty of life. So Juicy Love, my friends, is the way to go in my world to bring yourself to that place, that center of the four circles of our Venn diagram. It's Juicy Love. 
And there's lots of room for all different kinds of shades of juicy love. Does it mean that we're wide open all the time? No. Does it mean that we're only allowed to have these certain things happening all the time? Absolutely not. It means that if we're going to have juicy love, that we are aware and that we are allowing ourselves to live in a way that serves us. So go out there and laugh, bring joy to the world, to yourself and others. Be open-minded, realizing that everything you think you know could change tomorrow with new information. So stay open. Allow yourself to be vital and alive and important. Nourish yourself, exercise, yippee-skip around the road. When's the last time you went skipping, right? When have you allowed yourself to be alive? And allow yourself to have emotional regulation. And it might take some work. You might have to do a little work on yourself. You might have to say, wow, I have this stuck spot. And it's okay. That's why the Venn diagram is circles. There's lots of area in these circles for us to grow and change and evolve. And you're perfect, whole, and complete, exactly as you are. Even if you have a stuck spot. Having stuck spots is part of being human. That doesn't make you flawed or wrong. It just means there's a sticky spot. So there you have it. Love, juicy love, my friends. May you feel and experience the love that is within you. That it's, you remember, it's not about giving or receiving. It's about being the love. Remember, friends, put your face to the sun so the shadows fall behind you because you're a rock star. You're here on purpose with a purpose. Go out there and experience juicy love. Until the next episode of Someone Gets Me, be well. Are you tired of searching for someone to understand you? Join our Facebook group, Someone Gets Me. In this group, you will be able to connect with others who are intense, sensitive, smart, and talented. I share my insights and teachings, and you can connect with others in a real, authentic, safe, forum. So join us today. Someone gets me.